Let me tell a story of the profession known as AT. Not everybody understands it, but hopefully with clarity they'll see. Licensed healthcare providers helping all ages of active persons. We provide education on injury prevention through various methods and lessons. Medical tape, medical supplies, and medical instruments, preventative plans are what we implement. ATs are part of the healthcare team, helping amateur and pro athletes achieve their dream. But that's not all, friends. We're capable of so much more. Like when that warehouse worker hurt her back picking the box up off the floor. Like when the EMT hurt his leg stepping down onto the street, or that police officer with a bad neck just trying to stay on the beat. Or like when coronavirus tried to overcome our country's healthcare system. We had a shortage of workers. Athletic trainers all over rose up to assist them. Together, we'll get through this, another challenge to our generation. But the only way we'll do so is through cooperation. My fellow ATs, rise up and help any way you can. Even though it's not on, even if it's not on the front lines, offer to lend a hand. We can do this all together. The curve will go flat, just as long as we remember these three words, make an impact. That is so good. <laughs> I got Actually, nothing. I'm gonna trademark that. I'm out. It. I don't even. I don't even want to try <laughs> to get in on this thing. <laughs> I was expecting was, roses are red. Really, <laughs> roses well, are red is what know, I was going to go for, end. and I, I feel. I uh, I got I got four kids. I had to make sure I uh you know Chad they're extremely creative. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna try and do this right, and I couldn't really sleep a lot last night, so I was just trying to piece it all together. <laughs> so uh, we'll have to we'll have to lay down some beats so that I can get like a track. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some tiger. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, so what's up, y'all? This is the Sports Medicine Broadcast. It's a podcast to promote and improve athletic training. So today I've got Alicia M. Pennington from the AT Advantage Podcast. We got Chad and Kevin of Candid AT. We got Joel of Athletic Training Chat. Ryan of Catalyzing Podcast, and of course, me, your host of the Sports Medicine Broadcast, Jeremy Jackson. So we've got a couple poems. Obviously, Ryan just read his. He worked hard on that. He also sent me a little haiku we can maybe close it out with. Um, <laughs> and I am not a poetry guy. I don't I don't tr truly like appreciate poetry. I'm like, all right, well, I don't, I don't like all the flowers. And so I figured this would be something fun we could do for National Athletic Training Month. Uh, and it's just fun to, to get people together, especially in this situation <laughs> to where we're all at home. And I'm not sure if you guys can hear it right now, but my kids are eating lunch like six feet from me. And my, my kid just spilled his lunch on the floor. <laughs> so, uh, it, it is what it is. You know, the realities like, of quarantine life. Yes. <laughs> we're all at home. And, you know, so our you know, whatever, we're all working in, out of different situations. And, and so this is just, just a fun opportunity. And hopefully we have some people connecting with us live on Facebook, kind of sharing their stories or poems or giving us digital high fives or something like that. So whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. This is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash A-T poetry. Again, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash A-T poetry. All right. So I posted the one and actually had my students record us like acting it out. So I'll go ahead and read mine. Mine wasn't quite as good as Ryan's. And, and this literally took me like two weeks to write because I because like I wrote like roses are red, violets are blue. And then I had to change the words. And then I had to cut like a day later, I had to have something else or like in the shower. I'm like, hey, I got to write this down. And so so this is mine. All right. The emergency backpacks are red. Our new golf cart is blue. What should we take to practice? Who knows what they will do? Need some rehab? There's some TheraBand. Grab the blue. Oh, and your ankle is swollen? We have something for that too. You're complaining about shin pain? 
Well, let's take a look at the shoe. We made this athletic training poem especially for all of you. But now it's your turn, so let's see what you can do. So we got a couple couple responses there, but uh, we can we can come back to those in just a second. So what do you guys? <laughs> I'm getting this. Out, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what you guys got, got going on as far as uh, poetry or uh, fun National Athletic Training Month things? Joel, yours need to incorporate cheese in some way. Being in Wisconsin, I think. <laughs> yeah, Joel. <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing it out there in Wisconsin when it comes to athletic training podcasts. I won't claim to be the creative one uh, when it comes to that. I leave that to the guys on the other side of the state. Um, oh, that's right. You guys are there, too. Yeah. So, so in I all honesty, you're... I would not even try and steal any of their thunder. I think that if anybody's going to represent the state, it should that's too. No, we all do it, man. Yeah, we all do it. And whoever's not in Wisconsin wants to be in Wisconsin. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's yeah. certainly not true. That's not true. <laughs> Come on. It's like 40 degrees and sunny. Give us something right now. That's where I want to be. Oh, Beaver God. Stadium, baby. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Nice. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, Alicia, what have you seen this National Athletic Training Month that has kind of uh, piqued your interest? Um, well, we did a, a campaign that was centered around more than a trainer. And I, we did that, um, which is kind of piggybacking on LeBron James's campaign, this, which is more than an athlete. And the more than an athlete campaign is really cool because um, he's essentially saying that what they do on the court you know, you're not limited to um, those labels or the way that you can produce in in one vein of your life. Um, and so the more than a trainer was kind of like uh, an opportunity for us to play off that idea that it's the exact label that we never want to be called. Um, and yet we can uh, use kind of LeBron James's philosophy, apply it to that and really demonstrate how we are so much more than um, not only just the label, but just what people may perceive us as, uh, you know, at the end of the day, <clears throat> we're human beings. Um, and then it, it was also kind of an impetus for us to look at our population as more than athletes, more than the sprained ankle, the torn ACL, you know, the way that we sometimes objectively identify the the patients that we're working with so um we had a lot of fun with that i we we veered away a little bit from the healthcare through action because i really struggled with what to come up with for it um which i'm almost embarrassed to say because i'm on the pr committee and i serve on like you know the 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 national uh, committee there but um honestly i was so motivated by what everybody has been doing in the face of what's going on. I put a post up yesterday, just, you know, between athletic training administrators or uh, boots on the ground athletic trainers who have converted into um, care workers for loved ones. Um, it's just honestly amazing to see the way that our community is coming together to help each other, but also to help uh, our own patient population and then those that are extensions of it. So even though it was kind of an awkward and different <laughs> National Athletic Training Month, I, I feel like 
not only I feel like the sentiment was still there and it and it it was resonating throughout the country despite the situation and what was going on. Yeah, I can actually um to echo what you're saying, Alicia. We had a last night a virtual social um, for our local some local athletic trainers in New Jersey, and one of the things we talked about was how you know NATA month went nothing like we planned, and you yeah. know the, the pros and cons of that in that we didn't get to do all the PR that we had planned promoting what we do. However, the the silver lining was that naturally we just stepped up across the country, and more people are now understanding what it is that athletic trainers do and the way we're helping. In, in a variety of ways in the front lines as well as behind the scenes. So, um, you know, it's, it wasn't the ideal national athletic training month. However, it was still right. a great opportunity for us to step up and, you know, showcase the ways that we can, we can help. I think it's a, a it's a really great demonstration of our flexibility. And I think that at the, at the essence of who we are as healthcare providers, um, we face a lot of adversity, whether that's schedule changes or um, working in athletics or, um, you know, just dealing with such a varied patient population. And I think that our tenacity and perseverance is showing very much so in, in the current situation. So I agree. And it's, it's, it's honestly been really cool just to see things going on across the country and, and how we're coming together. All right, Chad, Kevin, did you guys have uh, Thomas's poem? I know I sent it on on Twitter. Do you guys have that? Like, where you can get that to quickly? Um, we probably we can. can pull it up. I I, wrote, I tried to write one this oh, morning. Oh, Wes got to an be original. Let's go with original that. Yeah. There's a problem though. I I wrote it by hand, and if you listen to our show, my handwriting, <laughs> I can't even read my own writing. So all these ideas are on the paper, but it might not come out what I wrote. But all right, here we go. National Athletic Training Month is special like a test, celebrating the ones who wholeheartedly invest in players, coaches, and even the sports that we cover, just like a surrogate mother. Long hours, changing schedules, and little recognition is the norm. We'd, we do it all just to make sure our kids can perform. Under pressure, we thrive, and we can fix any mess. Let's celebrate as much as we want. ATs are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Short, that was impressive. Short and sweet, and it took well me about done. Fifteen minutes. Wow. Well done. Missed his calling, is what I would say. <laughs> oh, wow. not, not at all. So maybe don't quit your day job, is what I would say. <laughs> uh, I agree. I agree. I'm signing you up for open mic nights. <laughs> open mic nights. <laughs> so I, you know, I really have liked the um. On social media, the last couple of days, I see the um, post, the game face, or a, a picture in action. Mm -hmm. And I haven't done it yet, but I really like seeing some of those posts that are out there. Um, they're really cool. Again, it, this whole concept of us being able to do more than what the stereotype is, um, it's, really, it's really kind of fascinating to me. Um, so I'll, I'll get a picture out there soon, too. But it's been really fun for me and just seeing in those some of those, you know, like everyone's saying, everyone's trying to do something to recognize us as a profession. And it's so hard because we're all spread out. But at the same point, it's really fun to see us kind of come together as, as best we can. So, you know, we tried to do that through our bracket. 
which is really was, you know, super fun. And it's just, it's obviously nonsense. And we try to just have fun with it, but we've, we've had so such an overwhelming response and people like debating who would be the best, you know, fictional <laughs> athletic trainer from all these characters we put up. And it, it's just, it's been a lot of fun. And that's what we want to do is Killer just have fun and down to the final you know, four, if get right? people to talk about it. Yeah. We're down to the final four. Yep. Final four. Yeah. So who's in the final who's, four? Who's, yeah. Who's in the final four? Right, man. So we have Iron Man against Yoda. Yeah. I knew Yoda was in one bracket. And then we have MacGyver versus dogs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And so far, um, I mean, they're all pretty high seeds. But at the same time, I think people are afraid to vote against dogs. I mean, it's like voting <laughs> against your best friend. Um, at the at the same time it's been it's been really interesting because we've gotten a lot of videos and a lot of pictures from athletic trainers across the country that have had like 40 50 of their athletes when they were still at school filling out all these brackets including videos of people being like there's no chance iron man could beat superman as an athletic (laughs) trainer and so it's it's just really fun to see that the conversation go from any other subject in that athletic training room to the actual athletic trainer and the athletes fighting for why X person X would be a better athletic trainer than person Y um, or fictional Y. Um, So that's been, that's been really fun. And I mean, I think as, as much as everybody, you know, this, what's going on in the world right now, I mean, it, it definitely affected how much those conversations were being had because a lot of them were being had in person. Um, but we've had a really good uh, following, I guess, on how many people have been completing the survey and how many people have sent me brackets to, you know, see if they have the best bracket of, of everybody. And um, so it's it's nice to see that, you know, even though we're not in the athletic training room, the the conversation is still being had. Um, and it's been it's been really fun to see the the support. So. Joel, what's your what's your pick out of the final four? Mm-hmm. Man, I feel like I want to say Iron Man, but it's really hard to argue with Yoda. I mean, <laughs> first you got some of those voodoo skills. I feel like there would be some Mr. Miyagi type things going on there. And then <laughs> the amount of <laughs> calm that comes out of Yoda, <laughs> kind of hard to argue with. Wise is he? And it's hard, yep. it's, I mean, the dog's things I get, but if we were to throw my dog. I'm into that. Um, people have been like, you should bring him in. He can be our therapy dog. I'd be like, he'd be the one getting therapy, not giving. It. So, um, I don't know that I could I could vote for dogs in that regard. You just you just have to be be careful with Yoda if he's trying to give you some rehab instructions that he's not doing it or like that he's not giving you completely backwards instruction. You're like, yeah, what do you mean? That's, that's what I'm really saying. Like, that's, that's true. Why? You're, you're, your like you to do it while you're performing the exercise. So really, yeah. you're just totally <laughs> full spectrum here. Is Yoda capable of using layman terms? I'd, I I'm not know. sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, has, he has given us no like information or any kind of explanation of why he cannot. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I think he's just old and cranky and doesn't want anybody to understand it. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think out of all of those, I would have to go with MacGyver. Like for me. Atta, babe. Yep. Because 
because there's a real person that just did really awesome stuff, like just made magic happen, like in real life. <laughs> this so, was a show that I watched all the time, so I would definitely go with MacGyver. So I was just gonna ask, are you going back to '80s MacGyver oh, yeah. or like the current one? Oh, yeah, I, I have never seen the new one. Oh, I, so '80s oh, MacGyver. A current MacGyver. There is. Yeah, no yeah. contest. Never, <laughs> have you seen both? Ryan? Yeah, I, the oh, the original man. It's way. It's more cheesy, which makes it better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the only one I can think of. It's it really does. It really does. Maybe maybe in the next couple episodes we'll have to get like Michael Knight on there from Knight Rider. Yes. Like no, you need you need Michael Knight, Hulk Hogan, and Mr. T. <laughs> the eighties. Yeah. Who yes. makes the best athletic trainer out of the eighties. Yes. Ooh. I like it. I like it. Now there I do have someone I, I do have someone who might have an issue with your final four. Oh, yes. 14 seed. He made a great run. I know. Right. <laughs> did you, did you do it? Did you do a bracket? I did not know. Unfortunately, I, I missed out have on you, that. Have you, have you seen it at least? Have you seen yeah. I've seen the stuff you guys are doing out there. Yeah. But I just, uh, unfortunately I haven't gotten that. Okay. Well, he was a 14 seed and made it yeah. all the way to the elite eight. He had, yeah. he had a good run. I was yeah. wondering if you had filled one out, how far you had him going, but. That's okay. Oh, I would have had him to the end, but <laughs> oh yeah. Is that your favorite show? Um, one of my favorites. Yeah, just uh, you know, All during right. downtime, it, you can't go wrong with just going back and watching old episodes and you missing stuff you caught before. And actually, my wife really loves the podcast. It's called The Office Ladies. It's uh, oh. um, it's Pam and um, Angela. Yeah, Sarah. Angela. Yeah. Yeah, and it's hilarious because they break down every episode and they talk about the behind the scenes stuff for every episode. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that is cool. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> um, so I it's would just like a I would like a podcast by Jeremy breaking down all of his episodes that he's ever done. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. How many, Jeremy? How many? How many episodes have you done? Uh, I'm pretty sure there's 623 that have been released, but oh wow, you better get working. <laughs> Yeah, there's been there's been a lot of help. So some of those were, you know, it was like live recorded sessions or or where sure. I go to a live event and like I was telling you, Ryan, like I'll have like three other people doing the interviews so that we can like rotate out. Yep. Um, or like when we went to Orlando to the professional soccer athletic trainer society, like it was me and John Seco. So we were just about even about who was doing those because, you know, as as you guys know, the interview usually takes it takes a while and or takes a lot of, out of you. And so at the end of the day, you're just like drained, but. So, 623, I think, is what's been released so far. But I've had that's help. impressive. Yep. But kudos to all you guys because you guys do all. We don't do any interviews because, well, one, we wouldn't be nearly as good as you guys at, at it. But like the the ability for you guys to communicate with other people and and pull all these other people into it is is really fun to listen to. Where I don't know if that's that's just not our style, but it's just nice because it's again this network and this building of all athletic trainers kind of coming together, which is great to see. Yeah. What I love is it, it's five completely different styles of podcasts and that's what's great about it. It's like, we all talk about, you know, things that are important to us. Sometimes we talk about the same things, but differently. And that's, that's how we, that's how we entertain. That's how we get better. That's how we grow. So it's cool. Yeah. yeah and I think love this it. may have been like the, the third time Alicia has been part of a podcast with me. So she helped do some like it, I think at NATA and at use in, in new Orleans, you something like that, maybe in like the fourth or fifth. And I've always said mm -hmm. it, it's really just about like us working together. So somebody that really likes Alicia might not like my, you know, Texas accent at all, or somebody that really likes me might not like, like listening to Alicia at all, but 
if we're yeah. building them up towards a better profession as an athletic trainer. So that's why that's why I want to pull you guys together and say, hey, guys, listen to something that's going to make you better. And especially now, this when we're all stuck at home. So this connection, this, you know, I really need to listen to Alicia. I really need to hear what Ryan has to say, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so these, these, <laughs> are, these are really good uh, for us to connect so there's a kid in your house (laughs) (laughs) i think it's really cool to see how like the the podcast scene has grown for athletic training i think jeremy's definitely the og here you know he's been holding it down since day one yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and i started in like 2015 and i thought i was late to the game like at that point, I thought, oh, gosh, everybody has a podcast, but it's been really cool to see, you know, the different things that each of us talk about. Um, I don't do a ton of interviews. A lot of mine's just kind of talking to myself, which is also interesting. Um, my previous season, I had Tammy on, um, which was helpful, but that was like a steep learning curve for me was recording a podcast where I literally just have a conversation with myself. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, it's been really cool to see like how the different personalities and topics and things have emerged in kind of like the podcast area for athletic training. And I know a lot of people are gravitating more towards these. Yeah. It's exciting. I think I'm the new guy here actually, uh, because I just did my first one in August. It's been six months now. So, so I'm learning, learning something new each month with it and trying to find new ways to make it as efficient as possible. Um, it's, uh, it's been a blast just talking with a lot of people. And, um, you know, I think to echo what you were saying, Alicia, it's, uh, you know, when, when we're doing this and we're, especially when you had, like, I love the episodes you did with Tammy because, um, you know, she's such a great resource. And one of my goals of my podcast was to not only elevate and, and, talk about you know situations with other athletic trainers but also to bring some people outside of athletic training into our world to get them mm-hmm. some uh, their information out to the people that we work with right. so that it's just another way of of, lowing, of learning and growing you know i've i've kind of been in the the fitness realm as well for the last 12 years of my career so trying to pull some of that in um, i'm all passionate about leadership and business and and marketing and that stuff so trying to bring that stuff in um, as well as the clinical stuff but uh you know that's it that's what's what balances out well it's the mix of everything for sure all right so uh, anybody else have any other other poems i know we have uh thomas's and sarah's and then uh Ryan said he has one for the end, but anybody else, anybody else got any other, <laughs> other poems to kind of get back to the AT poetry? I'm happy to read one that you sent if yeah, you'd yeah. like. I'm going to get you to read uh, Sarah's. Do you you know which one okay. that is? Um, No, if you can tell me how it starts. It fall in Texas or? Yes, fall in Texas. All right. But but I need you to be like extra dramatic, extra poetry. Can you do that, Alicia? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Fall in Texas is hot. Spring in Texas is quite cold. One thing that is constant, ATs are on the go. From football field to basketball court to running circles on the track, there's one thing you can count on. ATs will have your back. We can splint your broken elbow, 
diagnose your concussion to rehab that sprained ankle and get you back to play. It doesn't matter what jersey you wear or what sport you want to play. Athletic trainers truly care and might just save the day. <laughs> you, you have definitely worked on Hollywood before, Alicia. <laughs> That was impressive. I may or may not work in the entertainment industry. Yes, yes. <laughs> was that dramatic enough for you, yes, Jeremy? Yes, that, that was exactly <laughs> well what I was done. looking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, Chad, Kevin, you guys have the uh, the one from uh, Thomas. I think you I guys need to do. read this, like, alternating. Words? Uh, is, this, <laughs> is that, is that uh, poem two? Poem two. Uh, it starts with time to advocate far and yeah, near. Uh, you go first, buddy. You want you want an alternate line? Yeah, we'll do alternate lines. All right, here we go. I get coming. Okay, time to advocate far and near. I'm an athletic trainer, and this is my life. Buckle up, because I work all day and all night. We start in the concussion clinic, and this will take a minute. Tell me what happened. When did the symptoms start? There's vom, sway, impact, and some other parts. Then off to the school. Lots to be done. Tie your shoes. It's time to run. Basketball, wrestling, swimming. Baseball, track, and softball. Give me some coffee for the long haul. Evals, treatments, education. Injury prevention and documentation. It's all healthcare. It's what athletic trainers do. Happy National Athletic Training Month. From us to you. (laughs) (laughs) That was Thomas. Good job, Thomas. Love it. It had a Dr. Seuss feel to it. It did. Yeah. yeah. So the only other, the only other one, the only other poem <laughs> was the one that uh, the little haiku that Ryan sent. So <laughs> we can uh, we can spend a bit more time just talking about you know our experience. Joel hasn't said much. Joel, what you got for us? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Joel didn't say much. Hmm. <laughs> back to the, like the whole podcasting thing that was you know getting that started that was the interesting part because uh, i've done one with some buddies um that we started years ago uh not related specifically to athletic training but just kind of anything and everything and had a couple um younger students that were interested in doing something so we came up with ours and i looked all over the place for names and who was doing it and at that point it was really the sports medicine broadcast and then Alicia had hers going and there was like a couple other ones, but they hadn't posted in like a year or two. And so we're like, all right, let's go. And then, um, we randomly were meeting with Mueller about something else the next day. And they were like, oh yeah, you take this in this thing. What about that? And then sure to find out there's the candid guys starting at the exact same time across the state. Um, which I just thought was funny. And then obviously Ryan got started. So it was just kind of like there. And then polos and khakis, I believe, kind of got started right in that mix too. And it was just yeah. kind of like, all right, well, it went from not much. And we were you know, kind of get in just to provide a unique insight. And it's awesome that there's so many now. And hopefully they all keep going. Because, again, just kind of the unique insight that each one brings. Like when we did our um, combined one with the candid guys down at Mueller, I thought we did a pretty good job kind of blending it all together and kind of get a little bit of everything, but um, that was fun just to kind of do something different. 
I think actually there's a couple more. I think Alicia did one or, or put something out about the off offset off beat one. It's Andrew Nor or it's N G O R. Um, did did you do something with him, Alicia? Yeah, they do have a podcast. Um, I'm not sure how many episodes or when they come out or the like the consistency of it, but he does do. Um, Aaron, Aaron Nor, he yeah. is in like the dance community, mm-hmm. um, works specifically with like hip hop and street uh, dancers, and he's doing really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, there's there's all kinds of them out there that I think are popping up or figuring out how they can kind of amplify their voice so that either their specific setting or their idea about how to practice athletic training gets amplified. So. It's cool to see all of these emerging. All right, what other um, any any other athletic training podcasts that you guys know of that we didn't mention? I know Sports Med Res, that's with Jeff Driven, but that's that's where they kind of like do cliff notes of whatever their sports medicine research is putting out at the time. So that's yeah. a pretty cool one because I don't like to read those research papers. So <laughs> yeah, I, I listened to the to Jatcast, I think it's called the Journal of Athletic Training uh, Cast. Okay, it's like the snippets. Say, yeah, yep. So I listened to that one. Um, I know Ohio and and Pennsylvania, their state associations put out. Uh, they, they've only done a few episodes, but they've put out a few uh, of their podcasts specific to their state. I'm not sure mm. if any other states have done that around the country too. I thought that was a, a really good thing, um, but I'm not familiar with with any others that, at this point. I saw that the COPA committee started one. I'm not. I don't know if it was just for the month of March or if they're going to continue that. But uh, I think they put out a couple episodes this past month, so that's kind of cool. Awesome. So Ryan, with you being the the newest kid on the block here, um, what would you say to someone else who wants to start a new athletic training related podcast? My advice would be first talk to all of us and find out, you know, <laughs> what, what mistakes we've made that uh, we learned from so that hopefully the learning curve is a lot quicker. Um, I would say first and foremost, you, you have to have topics that people want to listen to. Um, you know, and, you know, put as much content as you can out there, but you also don't want to put so much out there that people can't, um, keep up with it if it's not the right stuff. You know, Jeremy, you put a ton of stuff out, but that's because you're established and you got, you got it, you know, locked in and and, uh, everyone else too, the way, the frequency you do it is perfect. Um, but I think it's easy to want to do a lot more and, you know, I kind of went back and forth with, do I do it biweekly? Do I do it weekly? Do I do it monthly? Because I still have my, you know, I, I can't have this interfere um, with with my my regular job. That's my priority right now. This is sort of something on the side that I started to parallel with that to to just help reach out to athletic trainers and to highlight the great things that we're doing. But um, you know, my biggest advice would be, you know, figure out what your why is, what's your voice, what's your why, what's your purpose, and then what is unique about your podcast that's just a little different than all of ours. You know, so uh, that would be, that'd be my biggest advice is just find out the why and kind of plan it out and then put it in action and not, don't be afraid to change course a little bit if it's not working. Or you could just be funny and have speak nonsense like the guys from Candid, right? That works too. It's entertainment, man. <laughs> or you could do that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Knuckleheads. Well, I think in, in reality that it speaks to exactly what you said, Ryan, in that like we couldn't like all of your podcasts, we would be really bad at it. Like it just, 
we would not, um, we don't function that way. Like what we like to do is get together, sit down, laugh and really shoot the, you know, breeze. Um, (laughs) And I think that's what makes all of our podcasts very successful is that we let our own personalities come through it. Right. And so if I was going to start a podcast as an athletic trainer, you know, an athletic, you know, more than a trainer. Right. So you have you have more than just what you do at work and how you um, rehab an ACL. Let, let your personality come through in that and let that help you guide as as what you want to do for your podcast, because yeah. um, then it's genuine. Right. And people can hear that it's genuine. Um, when you, if you are reading off of a script, somebody can tell. And so, and yeah. people don't want to listen to that cause there's, there's enough out there. So, um, yeah, just stick to what you are and stay really genuine to what your personality brings like to the table as an athletic trainer. I think a big part of that too, is who is your target population? You know, when I started yeah. this podcast, my target was exactly athletic trainers. And of course there'll be other healthcare professionals who will benefit, but it's ATs. But I also would love to see more athletic trainer driven podcasts that target the general population, um, you know, that become general medical uh, you know, people that, that the general population sees as a medical professional, but is an AT that is a highly regarded, highly touted podcast. I think that it would be great to see more of those around the country as well. And then I, one really of the things that, that actually Alicia, I saw retweeted or something was that since she's talking to herself, like she'll create a presentation, but she, she like creates the presentation and then puts the slides in or something like that. It, it was something that you had shared a while back. Cause like you create your talk and then you go back and you complete create the PowerPoint, not create the PowerPoint to make your talk. And so you can, you can tell that like, it's not just a written script, like you were saying, Ryan. And so it's just, okay, I have this topic. This is what I really want to talk about. I'm going to practice talking and I'm going to create this speech. I've got it all in my head. Now I'm going to go put it on paper so I can reproduce it when it's time to record. Yeah. The personality is a big part of it. And I'm glad that you guys mentioned that because it's, it's actually very difficult to come across on a microphone as entertaining and intriguing you have to really have like fluctuations in your voice or like almost over express um otherwise it it comes across very flat or dry and especially when there's not like an exchange of conversation where you can have um like moments of expression or moments of reaction to what the other person said there isn't this like uh dialogue feel so yeah jeremy what you're saying I usually have an outline and like points that I have to touch on, but I'm genuinely having a conversation with myself <laughs> and sometimes like, you know, reacting to what I just said, or uh, it, it seems kind of silly, but I think that that's part of, um, of the podcasting is like, you actually are a personality. You're not just a voice that's coming through a microphone. So recently I was on uh, Joel's podcast and we were talking about the, this and um, just, just as you were saying, like overemphasize the words, Sarah often makes fun of me because I have my podcast voice. And so like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you listen to it, I say three, two, one, what's up y'all. Welcome to the sports medicine broadcast, because I'm trying to yeah. make sure I enunciate that, that I slow down, yeah. that I'm just slurring it, you know? And so, so I do have that, that podcast voice where it's different than if I was just talking normal. And so it is funny totally. that I'm not the only one that notices that, but yeah. <laughs> 
Jeremy, you also have great hair, by the way, too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what else you guys got? Anything else about any team M or uh, kind of what you're doing now with the well, the stay-at-home orders or we can we can wrap it up with uh, Ryan's final poem? One thing we're doing in New Jersey, uh, so the, the region where I work at uh, RWJ Barnabas Health, we have hospitals all over the state and the region that i'm in there's a a three or four counties that are around each other and so we have little fellowship groups within those counties or multiple counties of athletic trainers who live or live or work we have our mercer county athletic trainers we have somerset and hunterdon county athletic trainers and what we're doing is we're going to be doing we just did our first one last night some like virtual happy hour socials just for like 40 minutes to get on and it was really cool to to have people hop on there and just a chance to, to catch up and say hi, because we're so used to working collaboratively in our regular jobs on a day-to-day basis, whatever your role is as an athletic trainer. So it was cool to be able to do that. We're doing another one on Friday night with the Somerset and Hunterdon County athletic trainers. Um, and it'd be cool to see, you know, more of that happening around the country too, for athletic trainers to just be there for one another and uh, not only just have good clinical talk, but also, you know, have a drink and say hi and, and just uh, chat with one another about what's been going on the last few weeks with them. Yeah, I'm hoping, like, I know this whole thing that we're going through now um, as a country, and it's it's going to have some hard effects on the profession, um, depending on what setting you're in, just because it's going to have a hard effect on everybody. But for those that have been called to be in the hospital setting and do those things, uh, I think it's such a huge opportunity to show the skill set to some of these hospital systems um, that our profession has and that we can be called upon in those type of thing, situations and be really effective and, you know, really do a good job. So I hope that helps highlight the profession beyond that. And then, you know, just to kind of go off of Ryan's point, I've had this conversation with a few other people, but, you know, this is a great time to connect uh, I've been able to record more episodes in the past two weeks than I could in the last two months, just because mm-hmm. it's everybody's schedules opened up, um, whether they wanted it to or not, which has been interesting. And I hope across the profession that brings some continuity. I mean, we've got a long ways to go to just help advocate for the profession, and yet you know we still get in the little squabbles that occur um, on Twitter and whatnot, which is always going to happen, but just getting people to connect more and then it's going to be even better when you know, these socials can actually be held in person. Cause I think everybody's yeah. going to be so friggin' tired of staring at a Google hangout or a Zoom <laughs> call that everybody's yep. going to just desperately want face-to-face interaction at the end of this thing. So I hope that, that comes through some of this as it all hopefully in the near future starts calming down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with Joel um, in, in in two regards. One, uh, the, I, I'm seeing like a lot of um, opportunity coming out of this. We're really trying to take advantage of everybody's free time. <laughs> so we're getting lots of stuff recorded, written. Um, everybody that otherwise would have been unavailable, I'm just basically scheduling myself 12 hours a day so that I can um you know capture them in the moments that they're available because right now is like a high time for productivity for us um and then the other thing i wanted to touch on in relation to like athletic trainers being utilized right now is uh there's a large there's a lot of opportunity not just in being on the front line and actually 
um, you know, rendering skills in a clinical sense, but also on the healthcare administration side. So if you are uh, a healthcare administrator and you are able to lend yourself from like a staffing perspective or, um, you know, anything like that to help coordinate things, sometimes that is as much needed right now, uh, you know, as the person who can actually take the temperature. So offering to do, um, you know, collecting names, putting names in the schedule, circling back with people, um, actually the coordination of the healthcare delivery. Um, but then also I think on an individual basis, we have the time right now where we can look at our uh, policies and procedures and in and, and the, um, I think in part the way that we're showing up in this or the way that we're reacting to this. So are there things that you can change in your setting or in your own personal practice that you'd like to be longstanding as a result of what we're learning from um, this epidemic. So I think I'm seeing so much opportunity right now. And I think people, at least in my immediate world, are sick of me saying that like, okay, Alicia, we get it, you know, but um, I just, you know, I, I always try to find the positivity and the silver lining. And I, I, I love what you said, because it's, it's absolutely that. Chad, Kevin, final thoughts. It's all you, man. Uh, so I'm, I mean, I'm in a little different situation because I'm, uh, I'm at a very small clinic that is not a hospital-based clinic or your traditional PT clinic, um, and so we're just we're shut down right now. But what we're trying to do is really hone in on how we, how do we continue to stay in touch with our athletes or patients. Um, and then how do we continue to help them through this time where we can't honestly physically touch them? And a lot of the people that work in my clinic are actually no, not athletic trainers. And so what's been interesting is it's really given me a voice because we have been as athletic trainers. Um, I mean, we all had the athletes and the patients that they reach out to us all the time at all hours of the, of the day and say, Hey, this is going on. What do I do? And it comes really natural to athletic trainers to problem solve in that, in that realm. Um, and so what's been interesting is not everybody knows how to do that. And not everybody is comfortable with it on top of it. Not everybody's comfortable just thinking, well, you know, maybe they have this at home or they have that at home and they could use, use that for some soft tissue mobilization or they could use it for some stretching. Um, and we're used to that. So I think we could also be advocates for other healthcare professionals, massage therapists and PTs, OTs. Um, I work with a lot of acupuncturists, um, even like your, your personal trainers or your, uh, I don't know, your, your fitness instructors that get people that reach out to them. We could be advocates of how to stay in touch with people when they're stuck at home. And so are you. Um, and how FaceTime or Google Chat or whatever you know platform you want to use can be a really powerful tool to make sure that not only are we communicating really well, but that we're we're making those connections that we can still help through this, even though we're not actually touching the body, right? Um, so that's it's been a really interesting, I guess, uh, discovery that like we're really good at this, so let's let's keep going with it. Um, as annoying as it is during the season, right, that your athlete 
calls you at 10 o'clock at night or something saying, you know, my throat's sore, what should I do? Um, it's, it's really set us up for some success throughout this whole situation. And for me, I'm, I'm using this time really to self-reflect and think about myself and what I can get better at and really do a deeper dive on some CEU and some continuing education stuff. I, I always like to step back and say, okay, what happened this year that I did good or what could I improve on or what do we need to change going forward? So right now I'm just focused on how do I make myself a better athletic trainer? Because we talked about this on our last episode, <clears throat> the best way for us to advocate for the profession is to be good at our job and then let our skills do the talking for us. We don't have to sit here and bang on our chest, say we're the best at this. They'll know if you're doing a good job, they'll be like, okay, this person knows what they're doing. What are they doing? How can I learn from them? So that's the best way for me to advocate is for me to get better at my own job. So I, I just do a lot of self-reflecting right now and like trying to get better. So kind of along those same lines, me and my coworker, Sophia, we actually went and visited our students who have been that consistent rehab, like long-term rehab surgery things. So we went in, went to their house and we took them to a couple of therabands or things like that that they can use and just spend about 10 minutes at a safe distance talking to them, just saying, hey, what are you doing? Um, <clears throat> this is what we'd like to do. How does that sound for you? And um, so we actually, you know, had that live interaction that we were, we were able to go and do and, and talk to them safely. Um, <clears throat> but then just after we left one of the kids houses their mom called sophia and said hey i really appreciate y'all coming and taking care of the kids and so um it really is just about whatever you know that those things that we would normally do where we'd normally be taking care of them making the transition to how can we do this in a little bit more <clears throat> a bit more personal way rather than just okay well, let me just send you a text out but all right well what can we do to help so and i, I agree completely is we're in a great position we got to continue to improve ourselves, And then just like Alicia said, there's tons of opportunity and we just have to see it. And I mean, there's a lot of people that are losing their jobs, but it's about shifting your mindset, shifting your focus and saying, okay, well, I'm open to doing something else. I'm working open to working at Amazon because those people are working like, you know, a hundred hours a day kind of thing. So <clears throat> just finding something, something different, something you're willing to do uh, to help improve athletic training in our practice. So yeah, I think just to kind of echo that too, not only with being creative with how we take care of the people that we serve, our patient population, but also we got to take care of one another. Um, as you know, we all have other friends and, and colleagues who we know are struggling right now. Um, I, I see a lot of fear. I mean, I, I people going to work, not only do I manage athletic trainers at two hospitals, I manage all of uh, the operational aspect of physical therapy and fitness as well at the one hospital. And, you know, that, that team is getting reallocated as well. And, you know, one thing that I've been talking about with some friends recently is people that I'm used to working with that are so passionate about going to work every day and excited to go now, like are afraid to go to work. Even something as simple as going and helping in the hospital lobby or helping with uh, transport in the outpatient area just because of they're in the hospital and there is the fear of we don't know where this is and and I and I respect and empathize with that and it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to deal with as a leader you know is is doing is doing that coordination aspect as well and helping out where I can in the command center but also that that coordination of helping my team feel confident and comfortable and knowing what they're going into and making sure they have the, the appropriate precautions in place so that they're protected 
I am really proud of our hospital system and how they've done that. They've done, I think, the best they possibly could with protecting us as employees. And I'm very, very proud to be a part of that. Uh, and uh, it's also, there's that, that fear of the other known, so of the unknown. And I know that my team is, is struggling with that a little bit right now. Um, but we have to be there for one another. We have to be able to just talk with them. We have to listen to them. We have to talk to our colleagues who are out there doing the testing sites and just say, hey, how are you doing? Have you been sleeping? Are you doing okay? Is there anything else I can help you with? Um, maybe they just need a little comedy. Maybe they need a little uh, uh, you know, comedy or a little entertainment, or maybe they just need someone just to listen. You know, So we, I think we can do that for one another as well. All right. Ryan, why don't you uh, close us out with your, your <laughs> final, your little haiku there. And the then, haiku? No. Have, then after, after that, I'm going to have everybody just tell all the listeners where they can find you or the, where the one place you want to point them is. So Ryan, why don't you start us off? And then here's the funny part. I don't even know really what makes a haiku. I just, it sounds like a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, joking around with Jeremy the other day, I sent this. He said, uh, athletic trainer fixes people, rises to the occasion and gets really tired, and it doesn't show. And then I put in uh, parentheses, le sigh. <laughs> so, yeah, cheesy, but I don't even know if it's really a haiku. I don't know what the guidelines are for a haiku. I guess I should check that on Google. But <laughs> oh, I just, Haiku uh, is like a 353. So it's not technically a haiku, but it's a short poem. Yeah, not close, but <laughs> <laughs> I just I just assumed it was like because you said <laughs> fake it till you make it, right, Jeremy? <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right. So again, this is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com/at poetry because we did share the poems that people wrote, and you know, a couple people had their own uh, here. But but the end, we're we're all podcast hosts, and we're here to positively impact the profession of athletic training and share our experience and our stories and our failures so that you can be better. So I'm going to start with Alicia. If, Alicia, the best way for people to get a hold of you or find your podcast. Yeah. So we're at the advantage that's a T V a N T a G E on all the social media and all of our podcasts have now moved to advantageacademy.com. So you can get your free CEUs there. All right. Chad, Kevin? Yeah, so we've got a website, www.candidathletictraining.com. Um, all of our social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, is Facebook, Candid underscore ATC. And we have a new YouTube channel, which is Candid Athletic Training as well. So, Are you guys on MySpace? We tried no, it. No, we tried. Tom kicked <laughs> us off. <laughs> <laughs> all right so candidate ac all right joel uh website is athletictrainingchat.com from there you should be able to get linked to all our social media uh, twitter is probably the one we're most active on and that is atc chat because uh, as we were talking earlier i can't get the one i want um <laughs> for podcast purposes itunes uh i believe we're on spotify um and google play i'm working on and then just as a little side thing we started this up and haven't done much with it but we created an at chat uh spotify playlist and we're trying to add all songs that could somehow relate to the profession so like chumbawamba tub thumper (laughs) i get knocked down is on there um so if you're really bored um it's an open playlist drop some songs on just something creative to have a little fun with um and potentially have a nice little 
interesting playlist to listen to. Is Hanging Tough by New Kids on the Block on there? <laughs> nope, but we should probably add it. It is now. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very good. And Ryan, I think you're the last one. Tell us how to get a hold of you. Um, well, the the podcast is called the Catalyzing Podcast for Athletic Trainers. It's on pretty much all the platforms, although I can't figure out how to get it on Stitcher um, for some reason, but uh, it's on pretty much everything else. Um, Twitter and Instagram at CatalyzingATS. Uh, you can also just search for for me, Ryan Stevens. Uh, you can find my, my own stuff there as well. And um, not really a website yet. Uh, I'm working on that. I do have a, an old blog that I kind of repurposed. It was called sportsmedforthemasses.com that I kind of repurposed, uh, but I'm probably going to be uh, changing that over at some point when I, ha- when I have some time just to make it more about the podcast. Um, and uh, my email address is just ryan.stevens at rwjbh.org if you want to reach out to me. All right. So there you go. Just, just find him on one of the social medias or email him. And you get everybody's contact there. So I know one of the things that Alicia's big into is like the the meditation and, and the self-care stuff. And so I want to remind everyone, if you can use my exclusive link, <clears throat> sorry, my exclusive link, which is sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash headspace, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash headspace. And that'll take you right to where you can enter your NPI number. So it's not really exclusive, but it's just the one that I copied off of Google. I just made it short. So it'd be easier to find. So if you go to sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash headspace, and then it'll ask you for your NPI number, then uh, you can enter that right there. So sportsmedicinebroadcast.com slash headspace, and then you get free headspace for 2020. And it has nothing to do with me. I just made the link. So it's easier for you guys to find. And so it's something that's really important. And I think with us all being stuck on screens, it's good to take that time away, close your eyes, clear your thoughts because things get jumbled up pretty quick. So if you want to know about podcasting, check out one of these guys here. Um, I wanted to say thank you for putting this together. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This thank you. It was like a lot of fun. Perfect. So, <laughs> <laughs> so again, sportsmedicinebroadcast.com says AT Poetry. So I'll have links to the contact for each of those people. Um, so for Alicia, Chad, Kevin, Joel, Ryan, and the Sports Medicine Broadcast, that is a wrap.